And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very, very special edition of Earth Destruction Directive. As always, I am your host, Mr. Luke Giaconetti, and I'm glad you came along for the ride today. And I mean that literally, as we are in my car right now, as I am uh, just got off of work and I am heading towards the interstate to head down uh, south a little bit to meet up with my friend Duncan and go see Godzilla. I am so excited. I have been looking forward to this for months. You know, I've been keeping myself away from spoilers. I haven't even watched any of the trailers after the first full one. So, you know, all the these new commercials that keep coming out, I have not watched a single one of them. I am going in absolutely as blank as I can, and I am totally, totally jazzed. And, uh, wow, I'm just, I can't believe it's finally here. We've been hearing about this movie for so long. I mean, over a year now we've been hearing about it, because I remember people asking me about this before Pacific Rim came out, and we're finally at uh, seeing the new American Godzilla. And, you know, what's funny is that I remember being right around, uh, I guess right around my 18th birthday, I think it might have been just before, when the last American Godzilla movie came out, and I remember going to see that with my family and being, again, so hopped up and so excited and again, having similarly avoided pretty much as many spoilers as possible, which was easier back then because the internet was this fabled thing that other people got to be on back then. I wasn't on the internet yet because this is before I was in college. And I remember coming out of the theater just being so just disgusted with Godzilla 98 and, uh, and, and just really not in the best of moods. So I'm really hoping not for a repeat of that this year. I don't think so. Uh, advanced Word reviews have just been phenomenal. I haven't read any of the reviews, but I've seen, uh, like, Toe Kingdom gave it five stars. I didn't read the review. I just saw the headline, and I'm like, well, they're, uh, you know, they're usually fairly on. So here's hoping. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm just totally jazzed. Uh, just to, to see this and and that I'm gonna get to see it on opening day that's a new thing for me I've never actually seen a film I don't think anyway I've seen a film on opening day because usually if I see a film opening weekend it's usually Saturday or Sunday uh, whereas here this is gonna be uh, I guess it's appropriate if I'm gonna see a movie opening day for me it should be Godzilla you know although it's weird because normally when they do this when a movie opens wide on Friday they do midnight shows on Thursday right well, the theater I'm going to, they've got a 7 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. And a couple of the other ones around here in the upstate have one during the 7 o'clock hour and one during the uh, the 10 o'clock hour. So I don't know what the deal is with that. I guess uh, uh, maybe it went wide at 7 o'clock tonight. I don't know. Maybe it's it's based on going wide someplace else. I don't know. Uh, and, of course, when, since you're riding in the car with me, you get all sorts of insight into the wonderfully terrible way that people drive here in South Carolina. As I'm sitting at this uh, light, trying to make a left, and you 
you have two options. You can go left or you can go right at the intersection. And to go and everyone is jumping in the right-hand turn lane with their left blinker on to try and jump the line. It's like get in line with the rest of us. Ugh. The only place I've ever seen was with worse drivers than South Carolina, at least in the States, is Georgia. When I used to live in Aiken, we'd drive over the line into Augusta, and my God, it was palpably worse, the drivers in uh, in Georgia. All right, well, I am, I'm going to, like I said, I just, just uh, I'm so, I can't, can't contain myself. I'm so excited. I'm going to focus on driving, so I'm going to sign off. I will catch up with you guys in a little bit. All right, everybody, I'm back. Got out of the movie a little while ago, hung out with, uh, Duncan for a little bit, and then went and got myself a slushie at the QT, collect my thoughts a little bit. I had intended to uh, get some candid comments from my friend Duncan, otherwise known as the Big D, as we like to call him, but apparently I left my MP3 player that also can record at work. So it's just me. So you get my comments. Uh... Let's see. Went to the 7 o'clock show. It wasn't very full. wasn't a very full house. Uh, but that's really not surprising. Here in Easley, this theater is kind of an old theater. This is a Cinema 8. Uh, even when I was in Clemson and I was a lot closer to this theater, we didn't go to it that much. It's very old. It, the seats are comfortable. You know, they're kind of squishy, leathery. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say leathery. They're, they're, they're kind of overstuffed leather. They're, they're nice seats. Not stadium seating, though. But it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a very full house for a Thursday night. That's not super surprising. I bet you tomorrow, if you go back, it'll be a lot more crowded. Uh, good theater, good sound. You know, screen, screen was nice. I know you guys are all very eager to learn uh, what I think about the Cinema 8s here in uh, Easley. Uh, but maybe I'll talk about the movie a little bit, too. Overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well made. Uh, effects were great. Acting was good. Just a good movie all around, you know. Um, it It is a lot different than I expected in certain ways. I knew that the human story was going to be the major focus of the film. I had no doubt about that from everything I had read, from the commercials that I had seen. It was very clear that this was going to focus more on the human part of it than on the monster part of it. Which makes sense if, uh, you know, Gareth Jones and all them wanted to go back to the original 1954, Gojira, the human story is much more important in that one than the monster story. So that's not surprising at all. What's a little bit surprising, I'm going to get into some spoilers here. Not much, but there's going to be some spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, let me just say that I really enjoyed the movie. And come on back. I know we're going to do a roundtable at some point where we might uh, talk a little more in depth. Maybe we'll have time to have seen the film by that point. So if you want to sign off now and avoid spoilers, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you later. Now, for those of you that are still here for want some spoilers, the thing that struck me as odd was that they they did a, a lot of teasing of the of the Daikaiju combat before they showed it to us. There was a couple of encounters between Godzilla and one of the Mutos, because there are two Mutos, where they would cut away, and we wouldn't get to see it. And they would show us the aftermath, or they would give us glimpses of it on the television. They wouldn't show us the full Monty, so to speak. 
And this is really different than what we got last year with Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim definitely showed you monster combat in all of its glory. I mean, there's a lot of scenes of robots fighting monsters in Pacific Rim. That's the major set pieces. Whereas in this film, I think the choice was to show you the monsters and give you a lot of monster action, but not necessarily show you them clashing until the climax. And it kind of what it what it serves to do is ratchet up and ratchet up and ratchet up, and your expectations and your anticipation keeps getting higher and higher for when they do finally fight. And it lives up to the hype totally, totally lives up to the hype. The effects are are really really strong, just good all around uh nothing really stood out to me as being kind of overly corny or overly cheesy on the effects godzilla looks uh, he moves great he's got a great personality a great look the mutos look really really nice they look almost like uh, kind of the bugs from starship troopers a little bit but they've got a lot more personality than the bugs and uh, very effective bad guys, for sure. Uh, the, the human cast really acquits himself well. Um, what is it? It's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I believe is the name of the actor who's our lead. He is, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with his work. I'm not sure I've seen him in anything else. Uh, he, he's really good in this. He, his character is very kind of straightforward, very kind of basic. But, mm, cherry lime, it delish but he uh he plays it really well and he's really believable and his uh his responses to what's going on around him are believable and he's 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 a good hero that you can root for uh elizabeth olsen plays his wife and she gets a lot of wifey things to do you know worrying about her husband but again her emotional response and her reactions are very true and so what could be melodramatic ends up being believable and helps bring you into the story and it is pretty affecting i really really enjoyed her performance as uh you know this just regular person caught up in this wave of insanity uh ken watanabe actually plays a scientist named dr sarazawa i thought that was a great little callback to the original uh no he does not develop an oxygen destroyer uh his role's his role's kind of, he, he's kind of a sec, uh, not so much a secondary character, but he's kind of on the sidelines, kind of commenting almost. Uh, but he's, I like Ken Watanabe, and he's, he's, he's good in the movie, and Sarazawa's a good character. Gets some nice character moments with him and the Admiral uh, aboard the, um, I think they're on the USS Saratoga, while they're in the Pacific, chasing after, after Godzilla. Uh, Brian Cranston, this is big spoiler, Brian Cranston is he's not in the movie all that long i'm not going to get into why but he's he's in the movie a lot less than i thought he was going to be but when he's on there he's really good he is really good i mean his stock has just risen tremendously of course from breaking bad and it's he he does a great job in the movie and i really and really liked seeing him on there i wish we could have gotten more of him in there overall i don't want to repeat myself by just gushing but I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's a lot different than Pacific Rim, so don't go into it expecting the same type of, you know, action-adventure, um, you know, little bits of comic relief, uh, you know, swashbuckling almost type of movie like we got with Pacific Rim. This is much more grounded, much more realistic, 
and really tries to show you the uh, what you know the, the the results of this living disaster being unleashed upon the world. And and it's not like a disaster movie where it's you know again melodramatic and all that. It oh there's a guy with a Harley next to me. That's what you can hear right there. Uh, so I'm saying it's not it's not melodramatic and over the top like uh, you're typically would think of a disaster movie. It it portrays it very realistically. You know I thought Pacific Rim showed a world that looked like ours but was really kind of a high fantasy world in a lot of ways. And just, uh, you know, it was uh, like a stylized rendition of reality. Godzilla shows us the real world, you know, and uh, there, there's a lot of scenes of, of real, palpable, you know, menace in this film. And seeing, you know, innocent bystanders caught in the, in the wake, so to speak, of these natural disasters that are alive and, uh, you know, it's... It's different than what you get in a lot of Godzilla movies, and it's a lot different from what you get in Pacific Rim in that respect. It's, it, I, I'm really enjoyed it. I think if you are a Godzilla fan, you'll really enjoy it. I think this movie's going to have a lot, a decent amount of crossover appeal because it treats the material seriously. There's no real comic relief in the movie. They don't laugh at any of the characters or the monsters. There's a guy in the Holly again. They treat the, the subject matter seriously, and they treat it like it's important. And some people might be turned off by the fact that it is pretty important, you know, important, as we like to say, but it does a good job of it. And at the end of the day, it focuses on the human characters, and it brings it back to the story of our hero and, you know, what he's trying to accomplish. And I think that kind of ties it all together and gives us something that we can relate to. Even though we've got, you know, giant monsters walloping cities, and, you know, uh, leaving devastation and chaos in their wake, at the end the story comes back to one man. And we can all kind of relate to that, because he has a very simple goal, is to get home to his family. And as, as a dad, this movie, I think, impacted me more than it would have if this had come out, say, ten years ago, before I was a father. And it, it uh, you know, it spoke to me in a lot of levels, in that sense, so... Before I get too heady or start repeating myself, I'm going to sign off. Really, really good movie. Go check out Godzilla. I think if you listen to Two True Freaks and Earth Destruction Directive, you will enjoy it. I know I did. I can't wait to see it again. So, oh, for those curious, I saw it in 2D. I know I've said this before. I can't go to theatrical 3D presentations. I wear bifocals. And so the 3D image tends to break around the bifocal, if that makes any sense. It kind of just ruins the effect. And to me, it's throwing money away, so I went to a 2D screening. I don't know that 3D would have particularly helped this movie. There's a couple of scenes of, you know, big things crashing at the screen that probably would have looked pretty good in 3D. But generally speaking, I think a 2D presentation is probably fine. Um, just make sure you get a theater with a good sound system, because there's some real good sound design in this movie. Uh, that's it. I'm going to sign off. Like I said, go check out Godzilla, everybody. And until then, uh, until next time, keep them stomping.